<laughs> I don't know. Listen, there have been plenty of times I've I've said very, very stupid things. Mm-hmm. I felt like there's a difference between saying something stupid and feeling really stupid when you say something. Yeah. I've done that, too. Of many course. Times. Yeah. Uh, that was one of those times. <laughs> that may have been one of those times. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. We have got a huge week three in front of us. Very excited for it all. Weekend preview brought to you by Geico. Switch to Geico today and see all the ways that you can save. One of the best games of the weekend. The Bills and the Dolphins. And look, we understand that there is so much hype around what Tua did this past week, around how the Dolphins were able to come back and win after being down 35-14 against the Ravens. Chris, I know that we know that the Bills can score, but I am fascinated by the Bills' defense here in a, in a game in which uh, they are not going to have four starters, and you are having to contend with not just, well, not Tua, but more specifically, Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill. Yeah, that's going to be a problem for them. I mean, being down those guys in the secondary, you're thrusting Kyrie Elam and Christian Benford into action. And Kyrie Elam, to your to your point, play, has played well through the first couple of weeks. But this is going to be a challenge unlike anything these young corners have seen because the speed that Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle bring to the table is is – I mean, you could make the argument that that's the fastest receiver tandem in the National Football League. And there's a reason why this Miami Dolphins offense leads the NFL in yards after catch. They rely on Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill to get these short passes from Tua and create them into big gains. And so that's the challenge, not only being able to stay with those guys in coverage because of their speed, but also being able to get those guys on the ground once they do catch the pass. Look, I, I understand where those problems are. Yeah. As much as they lead in yards after catch, why do I find myself not as concerned as maybe I should be about it? Is it because I've just been that super impressed with the Bills so far? Is it because I clearly have an anti-Tua bias and uh, I am fostering some conspiracy theory as the Tua and on people would have you believe? no. No, I don't think it's that. I think it's you realizing how good the Buffalo Bills defense is. And even without... You know, potentially having, you know, Micah Hyde or Dane Jackson or Ed Oliver, you're still talking about a defense that has Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano and Vaughn Miller and Greg Rousseau and A.J. Epinesa and Boogie Basham. They have a lot of playmakers on all three levels. Jordan Poyer is still there in the middle of that defense playing safety. They have a lot of veteran experience. They got guys that have championship pedigree. And, oh, by the way, they're second in defensive EPA in the entire NFL through the first two weeks, only behind the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And here's the thing that, Carlin, that's the kicker. Because we're talking about all the issues that the Bills have in their secondary. The Bills have the best sack percentage per dropback in the NFL. They are sacking opposing quarterbacks at nearly 12% of all dropbacks. Conversely, the Miami Dolphins defense, they're ranked 28th in sacks per dropback and only 3% per dropbacks. So, Carlin, when it comes to which defense has an opportunity to negatively impact the opposing offense and their quarterback, you have to lean toward the Buffalo Bills. And I think that's why a lot of people coming into this matchup give the Bills the nod, even though they're on the road. Okay, I'm back. 
<laughs> I'm back. I'm back on board the bills. You're back on board there, the bills? It's not that I really was off board. It's like there are times where I will look at it and I will say, all right, I'm obviously missing something here. But here's the other thing. This got me right back in when I saw this little nugget earlier today. Hmm. The Dolphins have lost seven consecutive games to the Bills. That's right. And the Bills are averaging during that stretch 37 points per game. Mm -hmm. Look, I am concerned a hair about the Bills defense and getting those guys on the on the you know on the ground, but I am not concerned about the Bills offense against the Miami defense in the least. Yeah. I should I be? Am no. I missing something? No. I know Miami defensively isn't bad. They're good. But they're not, they're, not. They're, they're good, but there's levels to this. Yes. Like, like I mean, you got to remember, the Buffalo Bills are returning a top five defense from a year ago. Yeah. And, and so a lot of those guys, there's been continuity in their scheme. You got to remember. And they've head, only gotten better. Their head coach, Sean McDermott, cut his teeth on the defensive side of the ball. That's how he came up from the Philadelphia Eagles to the Carolina Panthers and now as the head coach of the Buffalo Bills. So th there is an identity on that side of the ball that will allow them to sustain some of the injuries that they're having to deal with coming into this game. I trust what I'm going to get from that Buffalo Bills defense, and I also trust what I'm going to get from their offense. And, Carlin, here's the thing that the Miami Dolphins have to be careful with. The Buffalo Bills can make the Miami Dolphins offense one-dimensional by virtue of the scoreboard. They put up points in bunches. But if you look at the Buffalo Bills offense – they start slow. It's Listen, they've outscored their opponents 72-14 in the first two games of the regular season, but you got to realize their margin, their point margin in the second half of games is 54 points. So what does that tell you? It's going to be close early on. If you're Miami, you have to make sure that you take advantage of the slow starts that you get from the Buffalo Bills. You have to do that. Otherwise, you got no shot in this game. None whatsoever. Uh, I there are too many things here that, that just don't add up for me. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I want to point in a couple of different directions and say, okay, maybe here. Well, no. All right, maybe it's over here. Maybe it's on the defensive side. No, don't see that either. Uh, look, if I'm going to put together, even though the game is in Miami, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, am I going to use the L word here? Am I going to use the word Lockadini? Oh. We got a little hosed it's, on the Lockadini last it's night. It's a division game. Yep. The Bills have won seven straight. You wonder when Miami has had enough and when that's going to change. I mean, here's the thing. You got to throw the records out when it comes to the division games because there really aren't a whole lot of state secrets. But I do think... 37 points again. I do dude. think... That, listen, man. There's, 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 two, two, there's two players that make this game different than years in the past. And it, it's not the quarterbacks. It's Von Miller for the Buffalo Bills, and it's Tyreek Hill for the Miami Dolphins. And the question that we have to ask ourselves is, which guy is going to be able to put their imprint on this game? Which guy is going to have the ability to have more of an impact See, than the other in this game? Here's the problem. You know, you just gave me 10 minutes about why they're going to roll, and now you don't want me to put the Lockadini on it. I don't know if this is a Lockadini, man. I think this is a hell of a matchup. Bills minus five in Miami. That's a weird line, by the way. It is a weird That's line. That's a weird line. Minus five. We usually see three, three and a half, or six, six and a half, seven. To have it at five, that, that seems like a trap line, brother. It does. You know it does. It doesn't smell right. 
The, fi- the fish is soured a little bit on that one. I don't know. I don't trust it. Mm. But here's the thing. In breaking down the matchup, Carlin. Money line there, minus 220. But here's the thing. Breaking down the matchup, Carlin, Yeah. I, I just I understand the concerns the Bills have in the secondary, but I just don't know that that offensive line for the Miami Dolphins is going to be able to hold up against the pressure that that Bills defensive front can create. Because they don't blitz, Carlin. We talked about it. They, they blitz at the second lowest rate in the National Football League. They play coverage. That means seven guys, seven seven sets of eyeballs watching Tua. And they're allowing that front four to get after it. I just don't know if that offensive line is going to be able to hold up for Tua to allow his the receivers to uncover. Just saying. Log it up. Wow, you're doing it? Log it, baby. Wow. We need to get some sort of Lockadini sounder. We have to do it. Yeah. We have to do it. I, Buffalo minus five. Come on. I can't go there with you, man. Over-under is 53. It's a big number, too. That's a big number. I can't I, go there with you. I don't feel as good about the over-under either way. But yeah. I can't I can't go there with you. I, I, I believe the Buffalo Bills will win this game. I believe they will. Mm-hmm. And I think this is this game, in a lot of different ways, is going to be a referendum on Tua Tagovailoa. Here's what I'm coming Because people want to know, is he real or not, after a six-touchdown performance. Agreed. And I think the Bills are going to be hungry to show them. And I also believe, and I know that this notion has not exactly been bought this week. I feel the Bills are playing angry football. Yes. And I feel like they know that this is another opportunity to prove themselves. Lockadini, Bills minus five. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Exactly. That's the Lockadini sound. <laughs> Here's what I'll say. Are we looking at this? It's hard for me to say that this is the biggest challenge for the Bills when we saw them against the reigning defending world champions and what they did to them. It's not the biggest. It's another challenge. That's how I'm putting it. I think the Bills are... This taking the, a and taking names So this right is now. the Buffalo Bills revenge tour in 2022. That's absolutely what I think it is. Wow. I, think, I, I absolutely have that feeling. It's, okay. a, it's a take care of business kind of season. All right. And I'll buy in. I didn't look to see what you know how humid it's going to be Sunday down there, but who knows? There doesn't seem to be any good plan to go after that anyway. So, there, so, so, so in week. your mind, the Buffalo Bills are the best team in the NFL bar none. Oh, yeah. No, I, I absolutely believe that. Even better than the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes. Wow. Okay. Without blinking. Well, they'll have a chance to prove it. If they have another decisive victory, if it looks, if their win this weekend looks the way their wins the first two weeks looked, then I'm right there with you. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus. If you're a one and one team this weekend, this very Sunday could not be more important to you. And there are facts to back it up we will explain in just moments canty and carlin espn radio now let's talk about the play of the week the pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team hypnotic was in the cup blue and ready for the play and boom Anejo tequila came in with a smooth assist to hypnotic's tropical fruit finish shaken strained poured it was green and good Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 
Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Tonight, ESPN Radio, tune in, a National League East battle. It's the Phillies hosting the Braves. Coverage right here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Uh, Please enlighten us here as to the conversation you just had on the phone. Well, Carlin, you said something to me once upon a time. You said you will learn that there is nothing, well, few things better in married life than canceled plans. Yes, And so, And so when you have these organized date nights with other couples, and sometimes if it's at the end of a long week, you'll realize that you don't feel as up to it as when you first agreed upon it. Now, for context, one of my wife's good friends, who just so happened to move from Boston to New York last month, he and his wife planned earlier in the week to do dinner tonight downtown. Mm -hmm. And now they live in Jersey City, and, you know, we live on the Upper West Side, so we were going to meet, you know, like Tribeca, that area, and, and have dinner. And so he reaches out in, in text yesterday and says, yeah, you know, we're going to cancel the plans. The baby's not feeling the best, and it's been a long week. Now, unbeknownst to us, he did not consult his wife before canceling plans. Wow. So I just got a text message followed by a phone call from my wife saying, are you still down to go out tonight? Because apparently her, her good friend canceled the plans without consulting his wife. Now. For you know, for a little more background, this good friend has been married for four years, so this is something that he should know better. You know what I mean? You don't cancel plans that you've made to go out with another couple Chris, without consulting your wife. It's not knowing better. That's that's just rank amateur stuff, man. <laughs> I, honestly, like, uh, uh, how long has he been married? He's been married four years. Oh wow, wow. It, you know what that tells me? You you don't get it. He like, doesn't get it. <laughs> that that has to be a man, and I don't know him personally. I'm sure he's a great guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. You know what it feels like? It, it feels right. like it's one of those guys that may not learn from his mistakes. Really? Because that can't be the first time he's made an error like that four years in. Not yeah. exactly that same error, but along those lines of making a decision on the social calendar without cons- consultation. Yeah. That, so, is, that is 101, man. But here's the other thing, Carl. That is rocks for jocks in college. Come on. To make matters worse, his wife's sister is in town. So his sister-in-law, built-in babysitting. Wow. So so the, so his wife- How old's been, the baby? The baby is almost two years old. So she, they don't get many nights out. Exactly. Which wow. is why the wife was irate that he would cancel dinner plans without asking her first. When is he going to understand that how he feels is irrelevant? Exactly. <laughs> now, that being said, Carlin, my wife asked me, did I want to still go? And I told her no. And she said, great, because you let me off the hook. Because I didn't want to go either. See, she, I love that. She had fully anticipated chilling at home tonight cracking open a bottle of wine, and just binge-watching some TV together. And once those plans are locked in, canceled, there's never any going back. There's no going back? No, no, no. Once you cancel them? <laughs> no. When you got sweatpants and, you know, Pinot Grigio on the mind, that's it's it. over. And see, that's the thing, Carlin. 
if we were going to go out on the date night together, I would have came to the studio in the clothes that I could then wear out to dinner. Of course. Yeah, but I came to the studio in sweats and a hoodie. Yeah. So you know what's going to happen? I'm not going back home to change clothes and then go back out for a date night. First of all, by the time I get to the restaurant, it's going to be 9 o'clock, and then I have a couple of glasses of wine. What do you think I'm going to want to do? Go straight to sleep. You think I want to sit there and have back and forth banter? No. I'm going to be thinking about my bed. <laughs> Not when I've been talking to the fat bald guy next to me all week long. I've talked enough. i got to see him on Sunday on my day off as it is. I don't blame you. I don't know how he makes that rookie mistake, though. I, I tell He's you supposed what. to be a veteran. He's supposed to be giving me pointers about how to be married and how to navigate no. these situations. Well, if you haven't learned right away, yeah. that's one that, here's the lesson he taught you. What? Don't listen to him. Don't let, Exactly, right? <laughs> Don't trust his game plan. Exactly. If, if, if the game plan's coming from he him. He is the Nathaniel Hackett of relationships. That's exactly who he is. <laughs> <laughs> he can't get it done when it comes to scoring when it's most important. Cantia Carlin, ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. We are making our picks for the week, including for the ESPN Pick Challenge. That is on the way in just moments and we will tell you why if you are a one-in-one team you had better win this weekend it is all after chris tells you about indeed if you need to hire fast and hire right you need indeed the number one source for hires in the u.s according to talent nest sponsor a job and indeed will help you attract interview and hire candidates fast with instant match you'll instantly receive a short list of candidates whose resumes on indeed match your job description you can easily schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place visit indeed.com credit to get a 75 dollars toward your first sponsored job get started at indeed.com credit 10 seconds on the clock how many things can you name that are always growing your relationships your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Sox coverage of Sunday Night Baseball begins 6 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. And it's 7 p.m. on ESPN. It's a team, man. It's a team. One guy can't do it. It takes all of us. ESPN Radio's Pick'em Challenge. We do it as a team. Yes, sir. We do it as a team. We got our work cut out for us this week, though. We are we are Woof. four and two thus far through two weeks. Yeah. Four and two through two weeks. So far, Freddie and Fitzsimmons rolling at six and oh. 
Okay, so we got some work to do to catch up, gain some ground, right? We do. We and do. I think this is the week, man, because we got a lot of close games. If you're unfamiliar, each of the ESPN radio shows involved, we make collectively a pick for the show on three games, all the same games across the shows. So, we have our show, our uh, games to begin with uh, today, and let us start with the Bills at Dolphins. Wasn't exactly smooth. Minus six. The Bills are six-point favorites, Woo. according to Caesars right now. Not five as before. Six now over the Dolphins. Christopher Arthur Canty, what do we got? Oh, man, you know I'm rolling with the Buffalo Bills. I don't trust Tuanon, and this Bills defense is legit. Even with the injuries in the secondary, they can still put a lot of pressure on the quarterback. And I'm envisioning this defensive front putting number one on his back quite a bit this game. So you I'm were- going with the Bills. They can score points, too. I'm all over it. And you were a little nervous about this before, about the line. You didn't love the line. I don't love the line because it was at five and a half. Now it's moving to six. Eh. But, you know, listen, I like the Bills. I think they're a legitimate team. I still don't trust Tua. I am on board. We have designated this Lockadini. That's right. Bills minus six. Our pick number one for the ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge. Packers at Buccaneers. Buccaneers one-point favorites over the Green Bay Packers. Now, this line has been moving in the Packers' favor all week long. It started out at two and a half for a minus two and a half for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now you're talking about being down to one, one and a half in some places. Good for them. I am all about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in this game. I'm with you. I'm with you. So we see eye to eye on that one. Yeah. Let's go with Tampa. And thank you very much for the points. And the prim- appreciate it. And the primary reason we're doing it is because we both believe in the Tampa defense a little bit more against the Green Bay offense than we do uh, the Green Bay defense against the Tampa offense, even without the receivers, uh, including Mike Evans for Tampa this week. Receivers don't really matter if you're turning around and handing the ball to Leonard Fournette, right? Right. Who's got, what, 198 yards off of 45 carries? He's they, been they've rolling. got a commitment to the running game. Mm-hmm. And what did we see the Green Bay Packers struggle with against the Chicago Bears? Stopping the run. Exactly. So I will take the Bucks defense and the run game over the Packers. Yes, please if, and thank you. If David Montgomery's going nuts on you with Khalil Herbert, you got a problem. Yes. So we do. are on the Buccaneers minus one game two. 49ers at Broncos. And this is your Sunday night affair. 49ers one and a half point favorites should point out George Kittle will be making his return Sunday night. George Kittle will be making his return Sunday night for the San Francisco 49ers. Jimmy G on the road in his first start. What say you, Canty? I'm going to go with the 49ers. I-, I believe that coaching matters, especially in these primetime games. Nathaniel Hackett has shown that the moment is too big for him as the play caller and the head coach. And Carlin, this is another primetime game, a big spot. I'm not going to all of a sudden think that this guy is going to get it together when the lights are the brightest. So give me... The San Francisco 49ers, the defenses are about a wash. I think the offense for the San Francisco 49ers has shown that they can be more explosive than the Broncos to this point. So I will take the 49ers, and I'll lay the point. Yes, I am also with you on this pick. We are in lockstep. We are, we are not uh, really having any issues with having to discuss picks here. I'm all over the 49ers here. The Broncos have to win a game to prove to me that they can win a game. 
Are we worried that we're taking all favorites in this situation? I am not in this spot. Okay. I am really not worried about it in this spot. Okay. But this is what, because two of them are slight favorites. Slight favorites, yeah. Yes. So, and they wouldn't be favorites, uh, well, they would be by a little bit more uh, if it was on a neutral site. Yeah. So I'm comfortable with what we are doing so far. Okay. So we will go 49ers minus one and a half at the Broncos. So those are your three official picks for the ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge. We have the Bills minus six, Bucks minus one, Niners minus one and a half. Mm-hmm. Two additional games. Ravens and Patriots. Chris and I will have a very close seat to this game as we will be calling this game here on ESPN Radio. Coverage begins 12 noon on Sunday on most ESPN Radio stations. Sal Powell will be on the sideline uh, for this game. Ravens two-and-a-half-point favorites at New England. Home opener, Vince Wilfork, going to be honored. Is that correct? Yeah, he's going in the, the Patriots Hall of Fame. They had his red jacket fitting tonight in a ceremony, and he's going to be at the game on Sunday. I don't think it's going to make a difference, though. Because I'm still riding with my Baltimore Ravens, and I'm laying the two and a half points. And here's why, Carlin. That Ravens offense doesn't have any problem scoring points. The New England Patriots offense is a slog. And we don't know whether it's the offensive coordinator duties between Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, uh, sophomore slump from Mac Jones. We don't know exactly what the reason is, but we know that this offense is slow to go. So I'm rolling with the Baltimore Ravens because I know they're going to score points, and I know they're salty about how the game against Miami ended last week. I am with you on the Ravens. I think they have had a week where they have been angry. A couple of things to keep in mind, though. They have not run the football well outside of Lamar Jackson. Those two running backs, and, you know, J.K. Dobbins does not sound like we're going to see him Sunday. Uh, it's kind of still up in the air. He sure. hasn't played yet. Sure. Ronnie Stanley probably still not back. And so those two things concern me with the fact that they have not run the ball particularly well outside of Lamar Jackson. But who's going to stop Mark Andrews, Rashad Bateman, and Devin DuVernay? Mark Andrews <laughs> has been off the charts so far. Devin DuVernay. Uh, Cleared concussion protocol. Yeah. He's good to go. And Rashad Bateman looks like a number one wide receiver. Yes, he does. Chris, Ravens, minus two and a half in Foxborough. Once again, pregame coverage, 12 noon Sunday on most ESPN radio stations. Canty, me, and Sal Pal on the call. Thank you, Chrissy. You're welcome. And finally, we head to Los Angeles. Jaguars at Chargers. We both had this as an intriguing game. Yes, we did. Chargers are three-point favorites right now against Mm -hmm. the Jaguars. Yeah. Chris, tell everyone in America who is listening right now the statistic or rather the fact that you gave us just moments ago about where America is leaning. So ATS, and we we already pointed out that the Chargers are laying three points. They're three-point favorites. ATS... 91% of the cash in this matchup is on the Jacksonville Jaguars plus three. Wow. 91% of the cash. Now, this has to be the Justin Herbert ribs factor. I mean, this must be put some sweet baby rays on them things, (laughs) slather them up, put them on the green egg, and let them grill because it doesn't sound like Justin Herbert is going to be, you know, 100% going into this matchup. And they're clearly anticipating that that's going to have an impact on his performance. And not to mention – This Jacksonville Jaguars defensive front, they can get after the quarterback. 
Their number one pick, Trevon Walker, yeah, as advertised. Not to mention a first-round pick from a couple of years ago, Josh Allen. Oh, that guy can go. Another guy that should have been a giant. Yeah, he's from Montclair. Yep. Uh, I don't know how they missed that one. That one. But anyway, they can get after the quarterback. They can make life miserable for Justin Herbert in that Chargers offense. So, Carlin, I got to go with the 91%. I'm taking the dog in the fight with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, Carlin, not just with the spread, I think they're going to win outright. I'll take the Jaguars to win outright in this matchup. Ooh. Wow. Outright, eh? You heard it. You heard it. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Plus, I trust Doug Peterson a hell of a lot more than Brandon Staley. Boy, you couldn't be more wrong than that. Um, <laughs> not on the Staley-Peterson thing, but on the pick. Oh, I'm, I was I'm, about to say. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I am, uh, because America is 91% on board with the Jaguars, I have to fade America. You're going to be contrarian. That's Look at me. you. It's not contrarian. Yes, it's just you are. When everybody zigs, the big fella zags. I got you. That's I, what happens. Okay. That's why tonight I want to see both of Aaron Judge home runs hit on Apple TV. You're That's a bad, me. You're a bad I'm a guy. terrible you're, guy. You're a bad guy. <laughs> great, great teammate, but a bad guy. <laughs> I'm the guy that you want in your locker room, but when I'm not there and I'm on the other team, you hate me. <laughs> I'm taking the Chargers in this game to lay the three points. By the way... So you're going with all favorites? I'm going with all favorites. Wow, okay. But I, I will say this. Uh, if you, you know, as confident as you are that the Jaguars are going to win outright, money line plus 143. Ooh, a little, coin, little coin right there. There you go. A little coin. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. If you found $500 in your chicken sandwich, what would you do? Well, I'd buy 200 more chicken sandwiches, probably. <laughs> but we will explain next when we go three and out. Oh, and by the way, Carlin play of the night. If you were paying attention last night, cha-ching for the most part. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Thank you, Chrissy's. Jason, Jay, Will, and Max. LT was one of the most savage athletes ever unleashed on the sporting. That dude was, yo, to be a Giants fan when LT was in his prime, you were so proud. Get more from the guys Monday morning at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The worst 2 and 0 NFL team since 1981. The 2022 New York Giants rank 8th on that list. So disrespectful to my Giants. Wow. How dare they? That from Football Outsiders. Tell them to meet me outside then. Well, here's the thing. They have won their two games by a combined 4 points. Uh, we know about what happened with Randy Bullock and the Titans. Yes. Who are now 0-2. Of course. And the uh, Giants won that game 21-20. We'll take it. And then the Panthers uh, fumbled twice in the first five minutes of the game. Giants still needed two field goals over 50 yards to beat Carolina 19-16. to So, uh, according to the dork stats, I call them next gen, whatever. Uh, <laughs> the Giants' offensive success rate was just 
I, I don't know how they define that. I don't know what, what that is, but it's a just successful th- play. 38%. So you know they grade the plays. Right. Yeah. But well, like, how do they describe a successful play? You know, yeah. it's a four yard, whatever. I, yeah. Whatever. Point is, it's not good at 38%. So, Chris, my point to this would be I get it, and I understand why they have him as one of the worst 2 and 0 teams to ever start the season since 1981. I don't think they are among the worst, but they are up there. Yeah, I'm trying to go back and think of some of the bad 2-0 and teams in recent memory, but I just don't see that with this Giants team. Now, do I think the Giants are going to the playoffs? No. But, Carlin, we had a chance to run through their schedule before the start of the show, mm-hmm. and I could absolutely see a world where the Giants win seven or eight games. It is absolutely plausible. And let's not forget this. The win in Tennessee, that was a gutsy call by Brian Dable at the end of that game being able to go for the two-point conversion and having a play and trusting Saquon Barkley to make a couple of guys miss. Like, to me, coaching makes a difference when you're talking about the different the, the margin and talent level being negligible. So I, I, I like the way this Giants team is trending. The only question that I have is the quarterback, and it's hard to win in spite of your quarterback. So I get where they're coming from, but the worst 2-0 team since 1981 – Sheesh. That's rough. That's rough. Come on, man. They're eighth worst. They're eighth worst. But still. That's pretty bad. That's still bad. (laughs) It's pretty bad. That's still really bad. Uh, Look, you have to be encouraged that at the very least, they have found ways to win these close games, whereas those two teams that they have beaten have not. Yeah. And we don't, neither one of us thinks they're particularly good teams, but. Nonetheless, they are sitting at 2-0, and and you don't ever apologize for that. So that's where they are. I don't know they're going much further. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus, and of course, on the ESPN app and on your smart speaker. Um, one thing I wanted to point out before we get to the Carlin play of the night. Canty, how about this statistic from ESPN Stats and Info? I'm listening. Teams that are one and one headed into week three of the season in terms of the playoffs. Teams that win in week three have a 54% chance of making the postseason. Okay. In other words, if you're two and one, you have a 54% chance. Yeah. If you are one and two, you have a 25% chance of making Ouch. the playoffs. So what does that mean? That Just hurts. the breast tax, week three. A loss can cut your playoff chances in half. That's bad. That is bad. And that that those are numbers since 1990. So that's over 30 years. That is bad. So keep an eye on that this weekend. The teams that go to one and two, their chance to make the playoffs is quite literally cut in half. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money, the smell of wealth. It's Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. I'll ask a little advice first things first. Do I take the nine and a half points and the Virginia Cavaliers at the Carrier Dome this weekend? No, you better lay those points. <laughs> you better lay those. If, if you know what I know, you better lay those points. <laughs> uh, let's go to a little college football. Um, I, I have to say... I, I really believe that you have a team in uh, – where did it go here? Just lost me. 
Oh, here we go. Missouri at Auburn. Why am I going to this game? Mm. Brian Harson at Auburn is a fascinating situation. Why he is continuing to be there, and indications are he's not going anywhere anytime soon. I, I, he got it, the doors blown off him by Penn State last week. He did. Oof. The Tigers are, the Missouri Tigers, are getting seven points on the road at Auburn. That's so disrespectful. How far has that program fallen? That's bad, Carlin. We're going to. Missouri? Missouri. Missouri. Plus seven. Ridiculous. Yeah. There's no way that that's acceptable. We're taking Missouri. (laughs) (laughs) That's how bad I think it's going. Let's go. We're going Missouri plus seven. Not a Lockadini. The Missouri Tigers. We're taking the Tigers. Yes. We're taking the Tigers. (laughs) We're taking the Tigers in that matchup. (laughs) Sometimes it's the worst. Worst. Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is... Three and out. A KFC restaurant in Georgia misplaced its daily deposit. A Georgia woman found $500 in her KFC sandwich. So what did she do? She gave the did the right thing and gave the money back. How about this? She saved the manager's job of the KFC if he had lost the $543.10 that was under her sandwich, and she returned it. What a job. Her name is Mrs. Oliver. They didn't give her first name. Mrs. Oliver is a better human being than I am. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because Respectfully. I'm, I'm re- respectfully. Like, yeah. I, I, I respect it, but Carlin, that couldn't have been me. If I had a chicken sandwich and I find five hundred dollars, I, I, I just I just take that as my lucky day. That that's my that's my blessing that day. Yeah. I'm gonna take that. Roger Federer currently playing Rafael Nadal uh, in his final competitive match. Uh, and look for Federer. Uh, this is in the Labor Cup. I, I, we said this when he announced his retirement. Uh, he was on his way to being the greatest of all time, and then you know Nadal comes along and Djokovic comes along. Uh, Federer is an incredibly classy guy and a guy that represented his country in in Switzerland exceptionally well. I told you what it was like seeing him play when I was over there. It was nuts. So, yeah, I, and you know what? Here's the crazy thing, Carlin. I don't think we can fully appreciate what Roger Federer's career has been because he's been in the middle of all this greatness between Djokovic and Rafael Nadal. I don't think there's this full appreciation for just how great this guy is. Unbelievable. So Federer is playing with Nadal uh, in doubles, and they won the first set 6-4 against Francis Tiafo and Jack Sock. Um, But Federer is going to be replaced by Italy's Matteo Berrettini after this match. Yeah, because he's got the knee issue, right? Yep, Yep, exactly. And lastly, Apple is going to sponsor the Super Bowl halftime show Starting in February, Pepsi uh, did not re-up to be the sponsor of the Super Bowl halftime show, which, by the way, sounds like it could be Taylor Swift. Wow, okay. Is this Apple throwing some coin at the NFL to try to get that Sunday ticket package? I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't listen, be shocked. We, we don't mind overpaying for the Super Bowl halftime show. No. If this means this gives us an advantage to get that Sunday ticket. I got to tell you, if it's Tay-Tay, I'm there. You're there? Oh, I'm there. You're, you're a huge Taylor Swift fan? I am an, uh, an alarming, older man Taylor Swift fan. I, I was... Yeah. So. <laughs> I celebrate her whole catalog. 
So I know who she is, but I'm not familiar with her work. <laughs> I just, that makes sense. You don't know who ta- you don't know Taylor Swift. I know who she songs? is. I know who she is. I'm we're not listening familiar with to her the work. Up Fox no, Pearl we're this not. Weekend. Yes. We- 